0: Excellent. Well, I guess the, I guess that's it. I'm going to go eat some Mexican food. Ah,
1: awesome. let me stop this recording for like <laughs>
2: Dallas, and welcome to Downloadable Coffee, or DLC, the podcast where we discuss game industry-related events that happened recently, as well as the events that are coming up, and the news articles that were discussed in the BGOCC. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Daniel Shea, and joining me today are... Trey Hodge,
1: Rebecca Easton.
2: And I don't know how to... <laughs> I don't
1: know how to trail <laughs> off from there. What's the segue? <laughs> well, first of all, let's go right into our breaking news.
0: Breaking News.
1: Uh, we've got something that just lit up our discord and we want to let everybody know especially in the art community if you do 3d art if you put any kind of renderings up i can't remember the name of the platform but they um there's been a round of thefts where these people have run through and hit a bunch of these 3d modeling sites pulled off their content and put it up so there's been some piracy that's what they call it <laughs> some piracy of art assets you have a, is
2: the one that's listed
1: oh. which one
2: Sketchfab is the one that, that she's got listed here in Discord. All
1: right. So we had there was and there was also um, an article, not an article, but the form that was also posted about about it. Um, that also ran through a couple couple. Uh, but if you, yeah, Sketchfab is one of them. Uh, but it, so if you have your artwork on any of those, what they're suggesting is that you issue a DMCA which is Digital Millennia Copyright Act, I want to say, I was just looking that up. Um, you, you issue that out, uh, Artisan Port, Port, Art Station Portfolio is another site that they were talking about. Um, so these renders are being pulled off and sold on a different site called desirefx.me. So if you see your work there, uh, there's already work, people working to, ooh, this is a mess. There's already people working to kind of get that site down but go double check and try and join the join in the move to get your stuff back
2: yeah protect your work
1: all right copyright to be honest when it comes to digital space is actually really difficult to do a copyright for digital artists they tend to put some sort of watermark over it 3d modelers if you can you can put watermark over it um this is often happens with people who do writing. Fan fiction has a lot of theft in it. Uh, I've always worried about some of my stuff being stolen, and a lot of these sites that where you, where your stuff gets stolen off of will tell you, you know, if your work is stolen, you're kind of SOL. <laughs> they can only protect you while while they're on while on their site. In other words, you're SOL if it goes somewhere else. Uh, as, but the makers of sketchfab have come out and said we're they're trying to do something to help get back all of that stuff or take down the site that has illegally downloaded all of this all of the models off of theirs what do you guys think
2: yeah that's that's a bummer man people <laughs> people stealing other people's work like the amount of creative energy and effort that goes into the to making that stuff if you're out there stealing people's work like you are the worst kind of person (laughs) shame make your own stuff dude yeah
1: a lot
0: of sorry i was gonna say it is actually really easy to get your stuff ripped off but um and there's a lot of legal precedent to protecting it um and while none of us are lawyers (laughs) like just you know do your research and make sure you get any kind of protection stuff you can add to to protect yourself. Like she was talking about watermarks. When I send a mix off to somebody, I put quacking ducks throughout the song periodically so that nobody will want to release that song without paying me first. <laughs> and so, like, it doesn't get removed until I get paid. And so I, I understand it's really easy to get your hard paid work um, stolen, ripped off, Um and your
2: your options can be very limited. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, one of the things they were talking about at the club just this week was I think uh, the government contracted a developer to make make a game uh, related to recycling, I think that and the person who made it uh, stole a music track from I want to say it was Yoshi's Island like it was still titled like yoshi.mp3 or something like stop stealing people's work man
1: <laughs> for some, if you do photography there's also depending on what site you load up onto you can also set what the copyright rank is on there so if you put mm-hmm. co that means you don't you don't really care about your credit you don't really care about how your work is used as long as it's out there right uh, there's um c1 or cc or something like that, where it says you must cite. You cannot change it. You can't reformat the way that this looks. It's gotta be used as is, and you have to give credit. Um, So depending on what platforms you're using, also check to see what kind of licensing that they have or what kind of notice for licensing that they have so you can protect your work easier. And that's kind of it. So if you know anybody in the art community also, or any 3D modelers, 3D artists who put up their work regularly on different platforms or even in their own portfolio. Tell them to take a double check, look and make sure that their stuff, you can do reverse image searches on on Google. It's actually pretty simple to do it. And you can make to make sure that none of your stuff has been stolen. So let's work as a community and let everybody know stuff's going down. (laughs) All right. Events. (laughs) Yeah, so while we got the seriousness out of the way, let's take a look at past events. What's happened? Well, past past events, not a whole lot has been going on in the area. We're still in the beginning of the year, so people are still kind of getting their feet under them. A lot of people are still trying to figure out how they're going to budget for the rest of the year so that they can start putting on events. No, that's one thing that we're working on. So let's take a look at some things that are coming up here in the next couple weeks. Upcoming, Upcoming events. events. Upcoming, Upcoming events. events. Upcoming, Upcoming, events. Events. Upcoming, Upcoming events. events. Upcoming events. Tomorrow, actually, we're going to have the beer club. So by the time this podcast gets out there, it's going to be out, live, and about. Uh, and if you get a chance to, I don't know, time travel, you can come join the conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or mark or, it on your calendar
1: for next yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. Or mark it <laughs> on your calendar for the for the last Tuesday of every month that never changed. You can also follow us on VGOCC.com. It'll, has pretty much links to everywhere you can find us and you'll be able to get some notifications there if you sign up on our meetup.com all right uh, what else do we have dallas society of play at the end of march i forget the exact date they're going to have a show in play. so if you have a game that you want to show off you have an idea that you want some feedback on or you're in the very beginnings of your whole plan You can go over, let them know what you want to talk about. They will get you on their schedule, and you'll be able to talk in front of the community, and they can give you some great feedback. There's always been some wonderful feedback, depending on (laughs) on who you're talking to. (laughs) Uh, But there's always been some great feedback. Any other events, guys?
2: No, I just looked to try and find, because I thought Russell had posted the date. in in the Discord channel that we were talking about it, but it just says end of March. So still don't have a date. So there
0: there is something, if you don't mind the drive, but you said, you know, DFW and beyond. But uh, Louisiana State University in Shreveport, which is just a few hours directly east of Dallas, um, is having their annual game jam on um, March the 1st through the weekend starts at five you can register register online at gdclsus.com and uh, it's a lot of fun i've done it for two straight years i won't be able to travel this year um and one they give out pretty good prizes i got a 50 dollar amazon card for best music last year so you can go i wouldn't you know I mean, it's free but Uh, hotels or not so if you know somebody in the area that you might can stay with or if you just want to stay up for 48 straight hours and then drive yourself back like there's a game jam happening at uh, louisiana state in Shreveport. so it's a lot of fun if you want experience with working on games game jams are the way to get it
1: So I see here that a bunch of short guys has also posted an event that is February 24th. That is a Sunday at 6.30 p.m. over at the Fillmore Pub. That is 15th Street in Plano or East 15th Street in Plano in Texas. Uh, It's a drink and draw. So if you're looking to just show up your art, go out there and be awesome on it. You can do it. Um, So, yeah, that's one. And... If you're still able to, I can't forget this because I'm going to be going to it. South by Southwest starts March 8th and goes all the way until about March 18th. They have an indie or they have a game a game event there. Um, they have a whole bunch of stuff going on. It's a little conference. It's not a little conference by any means. It's a conference. <laughs> um, and you can still get your, your tickets on in there. It'll be the first year that I'm going. I've never gone to South by. Uh, so this will be the first year that I'm going.
0: Sweet. I have also never gone And since I live just a few miles away now I might ought to make an effort to go Should I be free
1: Any other events? No Not that I can think of On that note Alright, so let's go ahead and do our recap
2: <laughs> Recap
1: Yeah, so Twitch is a huge platform. It's got millions of people logging on. It has thousands of streamers. Some of them getting super popular. Uh, what happens when your favorite streamers turn out not to be the people you think they are? A Kotaku article recently released a news about one particular streamer that is well known both in the world, uh, both on Twitch and World of Warcraft community as a part of a child sex sting two weeks ago. Uh, at the time of this article, that was like the 19th of February. So it's Kotaku article. is called, When Your Favorite Streamers Turn Out to be Creepy or Worse. And as you go through the article, it talks about some other streamers that have been called out. I don't really remember if you guys know, um, what was Dr. Destructo or something like that? He got called out because he had a fire pharo- uh, with another woman. There's been... There's been instances from YouTube creators and Twitch streamers that are that are claimed to groom some of their, some of their, some of their younger audience, and it just kind of gets worse from there. Uh, this particular article talks about how this guy this guy would be very creepy with some of the women that were in his Discord. How his Discord was just kind of a, a cesspool of people that are degenerates <laughs> i'm not degenerates yes that is the word but mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a very specific, like misogynistic oh okay. they said very derogatory that's the word gotcha. derogatory terms towards women uh some women that got into the community would express shock and disgust at what they were seeing and it just kind of keeps going from there on and on and this is kind of this is the first time that we've ever reported on this kind of stuff. We know Roblox has had some things where ch- child child offenders have gone on there and messed around with some of the kids' uh, sex dungeons. Uh, you know, these kinds of things pop up, uh, and this is just another another highlight that when you're on the internet, you have to be careful. Doesn't matter what you think you're doing. It doesn't matter how safe you think you are. You have to be careful. Um. There's so many that's always going. There's trolls. There's there's pedophiles. There's uh. You know, just so much nastiness. Uh. That it's hard to it's hard to say. <laughs> it's just it's terrible. I hate t- reporting on these kinds of things. But it's better to know than not to know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Be careful. Any conventions or anything you're at, like there are some weirdos in the world.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, Thomas Chung is the is the gamer that, or the Twitch streamer that got called out. Um, and he, the way he was caught was chatting with a fourteen year old girl who turned out to be an agent who was posing as a fourteen year old girl <laughs> and convinced him to meet up in real life, where he was then caught. Uh, there was a very particular. I can't remember the name of the news show that did this, but they would often run stings that would try and catch child uh, uh, child sex offenders through the use of chat rooms. I don't know if any of you remember that. To catch that. a
0: predator
1: y- is that what it? Yes. Yeah. To catch
0: a predator with Chris Hansen.
1: Yes. 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 Um,
0: but I've never watched a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just remembering that show. Uh, I forget what it was on. It could have been like TMZ, but it was called like Catfish, and it was talking. Oh, about that's
0: MTV. I can MTV. tell you about catfish. <laughs> catfish. That is my wife's guilty pleasure. That thing is on the TV all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, also,
0: equally creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't catfish.
1: Don't be. That yeah. Bad. Uh, this also kind of comes off the back. I don't know if you guys have been paying because YouTube is one of the other things that I've been paying attention to. YouTube is now going through another ad apocalypse from the, from being unable to stop pedophiles from using the platform. Specifically, these pedophiles would go into go into the comment section and talk about certain parts of the video that caught their attention. What people were also starting to notice is that these videos would look super innocent, but turn out not to be because they would be linked up to a child child offender, um, a pedophile. There's like three different forms of them. Pedophile is the one that's most known. Um, so these... <laughs> oh, I hate this topic. It's just so wrong. Because um, it's, 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 ter- it's a magnitude of things. It's also like power tripping... You have this huge platform you can use to just contact all of these innocent children, teenagers, uh, and then they would try and justify it, you know? And it's just like, I'm not here for this.
0: No, of course not. And all those kids just want to, like, generally, they're there to watch people play video games. Like, they're there to watch what they came to hang out and watch or any other platform. They're usually just there to have fun. They're not looking to be, you know, sexually assaulted on the weekend. Like, it's it's... There's too many negative things to say about people who use who use these things for that, to yeah. the degree that I'll have to start inserting duck quacks to bleep out things. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't really have anything else yeah. to say.
2: I hate how like jaded it makes us as a society too. The fact that this stuff exists is prevalent enough that that we have to come up with multiple words to to classify and categorize these people, and it just. It makes you concerned anytime you see somebody hanging out alone in a park now, right? Like, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to be that concerned. Like, I worked, I, I did right. childcare at my church for years, and and I love these kids, and they saw me as like a big brother, and they'd come up and try and hug me or something, and I had to like, no, dude, don't hug me. Your parents are gonna think weird stuff. Like, there's there's creepy stuff in the world, right? Like, I love you guys, but but you can't you can't get huggy, because <laughs> like, people will yeah. get the wrong idea now, and
1: so I'm gonna. Oh. Yeah, one more. I
0: was going to say, and then the damage, like, hangs, like, hard. That's why I do not, like, I work in physical therapy, and I do not work with uh, pediatrics. I don't work with kids because so much of it, like, things like that come up. They pop up, and as to why this one kid may have fallen down the stairs or this one kid may have had this kind of debilitating injury that now he has to receive treatment for, and I can't bring that stuff home anymore like it it sits with not just the kid but with the people the kid interacts with their entire family and it's it's next to irreparable damage to like and it's just it i don't know i get emotional dealing with children and it's yeah. it's just too it's too much.
1: So I, so, I want to put out this. This is, a, this is a statistic that they have in here. Um, this is from, let me pull up his name real quick. Uh, New Jersey State Police Lieutenant John P. Zero. I'm going to mess up that name super bad. Uh, Commander of the State Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. That's That's his title. What he says here, he says, our arrests in the last three years went from 130 to 300 just in child exploitation, from 143 to 300 people that they have, that that they've arrested. Um, What this says, the article goes on to talk about the prevalence of technology, the prevalence of chat rooms. Uh, How we are more connected than we've ever been. And this is something that you see anytime I go and read any sort of tech article, anything about Internet of Things, anything about chat rooms, Discord, uh, you just hear it. We are more connected than ever before. Not only that, we have more platforms than ever before that allows people to have larger and larger voices. And it's difficult to control. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it will continue to be that way. There is no changing it, it will continue to be that way. So the only advice that I have for people who are for children, for parents, is you have to be aware and teach your child what to look for. And I the thing that makes me kind of annoyed is that we have this whole purist and innocent culture where we want to protect our children. And not tell them the terribles of the world. And I get it. I get it. But it's the difference between knowing and protecting your child and willfully allowing them to be ignorant so that they are, they are preyed upon by someone online. Yeah. Um, I mean. So it's a hard thing to say. But having that sit down and talking with your child about sex safety, about Internet safety, is going to help in the long run yeah and that's all that's all i'm going to say on this i'm kind of done with this topic if you want to read this article we'll put it up in their description you can kind of go through there there are some startling statistics uh <laughs> there's there's reports on other influencers and twitch streamers that it that have come out through that and i mean if you really want to look you can also go and just search online for youtubers that have also been caught in these kinds of scandals uh, and just be aware that's that's what that's all we can really say on this. Yeah. Um so we'll kind of leave this topic here and we'll jump into something that's a little bit more uh more light.
0: Yeah, in in other news.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating the career of a man who is
0: retiring. The Nintendo of America president and COO Reggie Fisa May is retiring. His last day with Nintendo will be April 15th and his New uh, successor uh, is their current senior vice president of sales and marketing, and you can't make this stuff up, but his name is Doug Bowser. It's fantastic. So in in light of that, for wow. those of you who don't know or are not familiar with fils uh he's been the COO of Nintendo of America and principally is... Involved in Nintendo's largest expansion in America ever and is principally behind the the Wii and all of its different incarnations. The We Wii, Wii Sports, Wii Fit, Wii U, and his marketing and everything has been just exponential growth for Nintendo. And it's a it's a powerful face in the industry that is saying goodbye on a good note instead of, you know, amidst ludicrous layoffs and a bunch of other things that are happening he's just gonna bow out while he's on top you can't ask for better than that um i'm pretty sure this guy's one of shay's heroes so if he wants to take oh he's beaming you can't Uh, see him on the camera but he is just filled with just just love you can feel it mixed
2: emotions for sure (laughs) i'm definitely sad about it his his farewell video made me cry um it's like because yeah, he uh, he came in at the beginning of like the Wii and the DS stuff, and that 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 presentation, the DS presentation, was just an awesome, awesome, uh, awesome E3 presentation. Um, there's just something like about the dude that you can't take your eyes off of. I mean, he's a little strange and weird, but I mean, we all are as gamers. And
1: now, it wasn't last year? Correct me if I'm wrong. Last year. Didn't he take on the reigning champion in Smash Brothers?
2: Uh, That sounds right. It was either
1: last year or the year before last. And I remember this.
2: Yes. I think
1: This is the only real thing that I know about Reggie. He goes, the the dude beats him. I mean, destroys Reggie. And he turns to Reggie and is like, man, you got better game. And Reggie goes, I'm running a company. What more do you want? (laughs) <laughs> and it was just kind of like that. It's I've like you're welcome
0: for having this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I've got better things to do in my life than master this game. And that was just kind of like damn. It was just a nice uh, <laughs> it was yeah. just a nice reminder. Remember who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> the one that get the, the one that's helping out this stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean he's a neat dude. And he seemed like a pretty genuinely nice nice guy too. I don't know. And he seemed to enjoy games and that's one thing I appreciate about like the Nintendo execs is they do they do like to get playful and really seem like they love video games. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard to say goodbye to to this dude who's been such a big player for the last 15 years. But new new era, I guess. Yeah, and you know
0: he he did some things that I wish Nintendo would get back to kind of doing, like pushing new ideas instead of just rehashing the same IPs and yeah. it was just with him all of a sudden there was just new content from Nintendo instead of Mario, Donkey Kong and Zelda and it, it was refreshing and I'm pretty sure that that's why there was all of a sudden a huge boost because they, they returned focus on spending time with your friends and yeah. couch co-op and new ideas when everyone else was just rehashing how awesome can we make the graphics, how... How yeah. hardcore can we push HD? And Nintendo was so far behind on HD, but the year they were, and the only people who didn't have HD or solid state everything, they had the highest selling console, which was the Wii that year. So it's it's pretty impressive what what their attention to customer service and uh, and fan service could do for their company while he was there.
2: Mm-hmm. Reggie, we salute you.
0: I'm I'll like, insert some need, trumpet fanfare there. <laughs>
1: we needed, like, a, a gift of that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so what is our very last news that we have?
2: Um. So, yeah, I was looking at this article. Um, this is from gameindustry.biz, and the article's title is Activision's Bobby Kotick. Is that how you pronounce this? Do you all know? K-O-T-I-C-K?
1: No I, no, I don't know. Bobby Kotick
2: and EA's Andrew Wilson, amongst overpaid CEOs in the U.S. And I mean, it's a short article. Uh, it just goes through and points out that uh, you've got the Activision CEO Bobby Kotick. Uh, his salary was reported at over twenty-eight and a half million dollars, which is apparently three hundred six times the average Activision staff member. Uh, I, and it, according to this article, um, this is, uh, it looks like 92% of the shareholders voted against this. Um, and then you've got the EA CEO, Andrew Wilson, who is paid, uh, was paid at almost $36 35728764 And apparently 98,7% of shareholders voted against this um, compared to, uh, compared to a lot of the other CEOs in the world apparently these guys rank up there with the CEOs of like Netflix Disney, Mattel, 20th Century Fox McDonald's and others according to this article um, the in the list of most overpaid CEOs apparently these guys place number 45 and number 98 um, but yeah I mean that's what, what are you guys thoughts on 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 these guys that are making like, uh, apparently the, the second one, so I, I, I mentioned the first one was 306 times the average Activision employee salary. The Wilson guy, his is 371 times the average EA employee salary. Like, I don't know, what are you, what are you guys' thoughts on on these ratios? Is it too excessive? Way too excessive? Or, I don't know.
1: Sign of the times? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's kind of what I take out of this. It's kind of a signs of the times sort of thing. Uh, I, yeah, there there's no way, like, I don't know anything about these guys. I don't know, like, how hard did they work to get it? Is it just do kind of things? Because, um, you know, everybody's dream is to be that rich. Most people dreams I shouldn't say everybody's. Most people's dream is to be that rich and to get that kind of a salary. And CEOs typically make anywhere between – I didn't. But CEOs typically make six figures or more. And some of them have worked really hard to receive that amount, and some of them didn't. So I can't say (laughs) – That is a good thing. But what I can say, in the midst of all the problems that you're having, of all the layoffs that you're seeing, to for news to come out and say that here's here are some CEOs that you are being fired for because they are the ones actually receiving the paycheck. (laughs) That sucks.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's weird, like, because it kind of implies that. That the the animators or the sound designers or the programmers don't work that hard, right? When mm-hmm. we all know, like we, we've seen the the news that keeps coming af, out, article after article about crunch uh, abuse this year, right? Like mm-hmm. like the, these people all work their their little their little booties off.
1: They're also probably salary and don't get overtime.
2: Yeah, and, and to say that. That they're just not deserving of of high salaries, but I don't know, it's it's crazy. Like I get that the the CEO is probably going to make more money than everybody else in the company, but when it's just astronomically more, it's I don't know, it's crazy.
1: So this we'll just kind of we'll use this as kind of a segue to roll into like our honorable mentions. Uh, one of the things that we that have been blowing up the Discord is just the amount of layoffs that have come out. Guild Wars 2 developers, ArenaNet, plans to do a massive layoff. That's from Kotaku.com. Then we also have EA Australia Studio hit by massive layoffs. That's also Kotaku.com. Uh, we saw, and apparently for some people, and I, I, I learned this about some people for Blizzard as well, the first time that they're hearing about these layoffs are in these articles how crazy is that that's That's brutal
0: that is absolutely brutal and what's worse is in some of those articles there are employees that are quoted in the articles Mm -hmm. like implying that because they were quoted um under anonymity it's Mm -hmm. implying that some people may have known and then uh your fellow deskmate may not have known and that's kind of I don't know the whole, the whole thing of where it can be public knowledge through an article, but you don't know that your job may be in jeopardy is pretty dirty.
1: Yeah. Well, there's all, there are, depending on where these, I, I don't know about Australian laws, obviously, but I do know about some other laws. You are supposed to give at least two weeks notice or something along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. There should be a lot, unless these people have like a, extreme grievances that you can just fire them on the day. You have to give some people notice. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sucks.
2: It does. It sucks yeah. really hard. It's like finding out that you passed away by reading your obituary in the newspaper or something like.
1: What? Yeah, well, I died last night. <laughs>
2: that's like, a really great analogy. <laughs> that? That's the.
1: That's the thing. Um, it just. Man, this makes me upset. <laughs> this makes me massively upset. Because we also, one of the things that, that really hurts me most is when I get into the Discord and we see all this news that comes out about layoffs, you also see among, among a, a lot of our members come up, come up and say, does that mean I can't get a job in the game industry? And that's That hurts. <laughs> that kind of hurts. Because these are things that people are dreaming to be. They're wanting to be involved in these big companies and work on great IPs. And to see that the that there's not an opportunity there, it hurts. hurts for everybody. Uh, and I just, I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. It, it, it does go through a cycle of these things, though, as far as layoffs are concerned. Because, I mean, the same thing happens in car companies and financial companies and home building companies. Okay. There are always large layoffs. It sucks for those individuals. But for people who may be concerned that there's not a place for them in the industry, like, don't be thinking about the potential of being laid off one day pursue your career as you would as you would hope to do so and make the opportunities happen for yourself because yes everyone is going to get fired from something at some point um if you work enough jobs you know you're gonna you're gonna quit enough or you're gonna be fired enough um i remember being terrified when i quit my first job and i was like oh my god everyone's gonna know and i'll never be able to work again and that was just asinine. So, like, in the same in the same vein, yeah, it sucks to be in the midst of all this news. But don't be discouraged. Like, yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah. Continue pursuing.
1: Mm-hmm. I've got one last article here. We mentioned before, Winnie the Pooh is banned in China because Zhang Jingpin, uh, who is often…
2: Characterized?
1: Yes. Thank you. Characterized <laughs> as Winnie the Pooh in memes… Banned Winnie the Pooh. So things like, I, I don't know if you guys ever saw it, uh, but Christopher Robin, when that movie came out, that was banned in China. When <laughs> when Kingdom Hearts came out, Winnie the Pooh was not included in the game. Uh, of course. <laughs> now, from net, Winnie the Pooh uh, Chinese reviewers review bomb Steam horror game hit Devotion over Jinping Winnie the Pooh meme reference. So there's a scene in the game where you come across, I guess, some wall art here, and it's just, there's the meme. Uh, So people took to Steam and started review bombing the heck out of it. So much to the point that it ended up with the negative score, and the makers of the game, Devotion, the name of the game is Devotion, the makers are Red Candle Games, put out an apology posted on Steam, claim the inclusion of the meme was a mistake and has now been removed. (laughs) Yeah, So here's a rough translation. Uh, Zahira Gamer says, we got a rough translation from Google. Our team often references popular internet memes for placeholders in the prototype stage. We accidentally did not delete all of them in this version because of a release sync. We do not have any intention to attack or assault. They have been removed in version 1.0.5. This controversy shows that our team is not careful enough in the due process. As a gaming company, we have a lot to improve on. We apologize for all affected parties. Please forgive us. All responsibilities are on us. I should mention also that Red Candle Games is located in in Taiwan.
0: A territory controlled by China.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I've got the Wikipedia. Taiwan officially republic Republican China is a state in the East Asia. So woohoo! My world knowledge is still good. Military prep for the win.
0: <laughs> this week <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if we'll see if China like or Taiwan annexes sometime in the next few weeks.
1: The,
2: the Chinese like, take it very very seriously too. One of my exes was Chinese, and I would jokingly say "Free Taiwan," and that would turn into like a six hour argument every time. Um, yeah. or, I mean, or, well, they Taiwan might get their is, way over Winnie the Pooh. Yeah,
1: Taiwan <laughs> is pushing for their own independence. Don't get us wrong. We don't tend to get political on here unless there's a super good reason to. But that's another part of the world news um, country seeking its independence um, from China. Yeah.
2: I and do wish so. when people would review things, they would review it for what it is. And because I watch things that I don't agree with politically all the time that I still like, like if. Like It's still quality art, right? Like
1: Right. right. Rebu- Re- Review bombs. Again, it's not the first time that we've seen it. Yeah. It's not going to be the last time. As long as there's a platform in where somebody can go and express discontent, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And that's kind of why, I, I know we've brought it up before, but that's kind of why I respect Epic in that sense, to not place that the option to review although I also get that it makes it more difficult for people to like objectively decide whether or not they're going to get a game if they can't see reviews on the flip side of that there are still other plenty of other platforms and where you can go and see reviews about yeah. the game uh, so yeah that was just, the thing also it goes oh bother which is what uh-huh. Wayne DePoose says all the time <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah that's it sweet so let's go through our thank yous as always huge thank you to trey for being awesome and showing up to our podcast since we're changing around how when and where we're doing these at uh, some of our other members haven't been able to get in and be on here so there's only been the three of us that have been able to link up our schedules that should be changing soon as we get further into the year we'll be able to start syncing up and making sure that the right people are on here um I enjoy
0: the implication that I'm the wrong person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's not. Trey, you're so
2: right. You're so right.
1: I don't know. We have like six signers that have asked to work on the podcast. So (laughs) thank you also to Chroma who was the first to break the news in our discord telling us about the problem with the art theft. She has also gone on to notify a bunch of short guys. We were like, we want to be a, we want to help every community out. So she's gone on to notify a bunch of short guys. Somebody else is going on to notify D with the whole art situation. And this is great. I love seeing this and I hope for more as we go along
0: no but i do i do love uh, every time we say we're going to do something like notify a bunch of short guys like anyone who doesn't know like that's just the best like because i don't know who this group of short guys is but they (laughs) definitely need to know that this is going on
2: i just stick (laughs) my head out the window and all the short ones i see hey buddy
1: (laughs) bunch of short guys we've had them on the podcast before we had vince on he is one of the one of one of the tops in there as well as daniel uh, they are a group of 3d modelers 3d artists anything that has to do with animation motion motion graphics that whole community kind of rises and, and holds um so that's why we really wanted to let them know in case they had any 3d modelers who have gone and put up any of their stuff there so Awesome, so excited to see this. So thank you to Chroma who's been awesome letting us know and notifying other people, and making sure that the community is protected as best as we can be. Like. Uh, uh also. You know what, Trey, I forgot. Yes, thank you to you too, because you you got, you helped get the episode up last
0: week. <laughs> <laughs> we do like, what no, we can. I didn't mean
1: I didn't mean anything by it. Yes. Everybody's awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. Anybody else got shout outs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to say thanks again to everybody on the podcast. It's been really good to be able to do this for so long. Um, and I'm really looking forward to all of the cool stuff we get to do in the upcoming future.
1: Yes. So. Yes. Oh. Far again, far. Instagram.
0: You're check right. out the Instagram because yeah. I will be continuing to drop any upcoming event posters and stuff there so if you miss it on the discord there's a chance that you may can flip over to the instagram and see a an actual ad for whatever events are happening
1: mm-hmm. also to kind of put up on that we're going to be looking for volunteers to help us out both run some of our social media as well as help look for events that are going on in the area Uh in DFW and beyond. This includes conferences. If you happen to know any, please let us know. Drop it in our event section on our Facebook or at us on Twitter and let us know. And we'll make sure that that information gets out there. Uh, yes. And if you would like to come to any of our physical locations, Thursday we are at Whole Foods off of Runner Roads, Friday in Plano, Friday we are at Nirvana in Frisco. Both clubs start at 8 a.m.
0: Excellent. Well I guess the, I guess that's it. I'm gonna go eat some Mexican food.
1: Awesome. Let me stop this recording for one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You all have a great week.
2: Bye. I'll see you tomorrow, Ray.